You're listening to the You Like That Story podcast. This is episode 48. We are in season three. This is for people in the first and second quarters of life especially. It's about the sticky nature of money. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. So this is I Like That Story, the podcast, and those of you who are familiar with I Like That Story know that I try to use stories to help people in the four quarters of life to uh, live a life of prosperity, which usually means uh, health, wealth, and relationships, and finding purpose. And I want to talk today about wealth and the sticky nature of money. I have in my hands a solid silver dollar coin, 19, oh my goodness, it's it's 99 years old. I found it in my dad's stuff. I took it to a coin collector who told me in kind of a crabby voice that it was worth nothing. I mean, it was worth its weight in silver, which is substantial. Uh, This coin has $18 worth of silver in it, but the coin itself is valueless. And I said, well, why is that? He said, everybody keeps them. I get buckets of these. It turns out that people, once they see a coin, save it. Money is sticky. In the first quarter of life, as you're managing your budget, you must figure out what you're going to do with it. And you think that you are going to control your money, and that's good. Your money should just not run out the door. You need to control it. But you need to be aware that while you are trying to control it, it is trying to control you. If you've read the Hobbit books or seen the movie, there's a reason why uh, they put Gollum in there. ordinary person who had the precious ring, that the more he owned the ring, the more the ring owned him. Tolkien saw that as a metaphor for what happens when you acquire wealth. It tends to want to own you first. So yes, you should put 10% aside and save it to retirement. This is not easy, by the way, especially when you start out. But if you're able to do that, a couple of things will happen. First, it will earn interest. It will be sticky. It will gather other coins. The process of compounding interest will make other denominations adhere to it. It will grow. And then you don't have to live on 100% of the income. You'll now live on 90% of your income. And you will get used to that standard of living. And it will be much easier for you once you retire because, in essence, you'll be living on 90% of what you get in. Makes sense. But what is going to happen is that once you accumulate that money and it's going to be a big stack, you're going to have a hard time spending it. You'll become so used to saving it that when it comes time to spending it, even on yourself, you will not be able to do it. I see it all the time. People who have millions of dollars who are afraid of losing even a few thousand dollars, who put off necessary health care, maybe a necessary home, necessary transportation, 
because the, having the money is more important now than spending the money. It becomes sticky in relationships. They now have a hard time giving it to those people that they love because, well, they didn't earn it. Or they'll put strings attached to it. If you do this, well, then maybe I'll. And the sticky nature of all of that wealth means that at a funeral, it's very common to have a person with millions of dollars and very common to have the family very dysfunctional because they are now focused not on the relationship with each other, but getting a little bit of that sticky money. Hmm. Now think about this. When I talk about a life of prosperity, we're talking about a person who is healthy, a person who has strong relationships and loving relationships and has enough wealth to live a life that is full. But have you noticed that there are people who don't have a lot of money who seem to be enjoying their life more than people who have a lot of money? And that comes to the second principle, which is counterintuitive. You should learn not just to save money, but you should learn to give it away. And you should learn at the same age in your early 20s. A good question, why would God want your money, right? I mean, you see this in churches that they talk about tithing, give 10% to the church. Well, why? Why? What? God doesn't need your money. Why would God say, give me 10% of what you have, if in fact he doesn't really need money at all? Perhaps it's so that you can learn that you don't need it either, that by giving a certain portion away, you now gain control back over the money that you're saving, that you are telling your money that you are in control of it and it isn't in control of you. If you were to save this 10%, now think about this, now you will be living on 80% of what you make and that when you retire, all of a sudden life will be easier because you won't need to spend the full 100%. Interesting. And you will now be able to be generous with yourself. Like I say, I've known many people who have the money to even take care of themselves, but will refuse to do it because of the sticky nature of money. Well, that's my thought for today. Thanks for joining us on the program. This is uh, the last of this type for the year. As we get closer to Christmas, I have a radio program called A Prairie Christmas. I also do some uh, live on stage shows, the same name, A Prairie Christmas. And what I will do in the next few weeks is just give you a story a day, a Christmas story a day, just for your own enjoyment of the holiday season. Uh, my little gift to you, and it's a way to uh, celebrate uh, the best season of the year. So keep listening. You'll just see more of these downloads as we get towards the Christmas holiday. And then I will join you uh, in next year to have some more stories and things that I've learned. So until next time, God bless.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.